We're going to talk to you. You are the initiate. You are the cause we feed. I found out that I was actually getting a two inch by two inch brand with a cover as a man. We no longer under the laws of Moses. The world will be infected with violence, and the violence shall take it by force. Coffee. And cults. <sighs> Hi, John. Hi, Sam. Hi, listeners. And welcome to Coffee and Cults, where once a month we meet, drink coffee and talk cults, fringe religious groups and new religious movements from around the world. Please be aware this podcast may not be suitable for all listeners as it will contain strong language. And as so I did my notes a couple of weeks ago. I don't think there are any other trigger warnings, but if we do, I'll go, I'll leave a gap here to put in another one. But hopefully not. There we go. Uh, good. Um, it's nice to be back with you, listeners. We hope you are doing well in the tail end of this bonkers year that is 2020. Um, and we hope uh, you are gearing up for a, a pleasant end of the year, whatever festivities, uh, customs, etc. you indulge in. We are, I think it's fair to say we're ready for the end of this year. Aren't we, yeah. Uh, yes, I'm ready. Got through the whole year with no concerns and then two days ago received a notification from our Circo Track and Trace app to tell me to stay at home. So, ooh, there it is. But I'm being festive. If you're joining us on the Patreon, you can see my boyfriend's Christmas jumper, which I'm wearing. Is it, is it PlayStation controller themed? Am I seeing that? Oh yeah, there's a bloody great PlayStation logo in the centre of it, I understand. Uh, if you are not joining us on the Patreon, you can if you like to, patreon.com slash coffee and cults. Um, or you can get in touch with us via social media at coffee and cults. You know, you know how to do it. Um, and we've got an email address as well, coffee and cults at gmail.com. Oh, John just, John's eyes just went wide. What happened, John? I was just adjusting my settings, but <laughs> okay. I realized there's nowhere to hide on the <laughs> video version of this. We'll uh, any other any other admin from you, John, at the top? Uh, no, no What's admin other than going on. Everything good? Yeah, everything's fine. I'm sl- yeah, I'm just done with this year. I know that's not a f- hot take. But <laughs> it would be it would be nice to enter a year with some slightly different conditions, wouldn't it? And it's like pathetic fallacy because outside is miserable right now. Yeah, anyway. it's pretty grimy here. It's not very festive, but we will do our best, listeners, uh, to give you a festive time <laughs> during this episode. I'm making a promise. I don't know if we can keep Sam, but we'll find out, I guess. <laughs> I mean, fairly festive. So I thought, you know, the time of year, a large amount of the world celebrates Christmas. Not everybody, but a lot of people. Um, and so I thought, what better to celebrate than to celebrate the actual birthday of actual Jesus and, you know, it's such a great coincidence because Jesus is, is here right now. He's, he's, he's what? reincarnated. What, in the room course. with you, Sam? In what? Yeah, surprise. <laughs> this is going to be a heck of a reveal for the patron video if the door <laughs> opens. I just oh, mind oh, yeah, ripping off a mask. Yeah. Uh, no, no. Uh, he is in, he's in Russia. You know, all we had to do was look and there he would be. I've got a feeling, haven't we had a, a, a return to Jesus in Russia before? I imagine this is a crowded uh, field now. I'm sure that's something we've talked about before. I mean, we have spoken about many a returned Jesus, but what's more Christmassy than than little baby Jesus? Well, actually, like um, 60-year-old man Jesus, but it's close enough. The best kind of Jesus. Yep. Uh, so this is an episode, as I'm sure you've read when you clicked on it, about Visarion. 
such a good name. Uh, the name means he who gives new life. So Visarion. I prefer that so much more to old life. <laughs> oh, I didn't. I haven't prepared a picture to show John. John, will you just Google Visarion and then don't click on anything just so you can see him? Ooh, okay. Uh, any any hot takes? <laughs> he he does well. When he's younger, he looks like central casting for an American theme park, which has Jesus in it. <laughs> I would love to see that ride. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm trying to think of a biblical... Uh, um, something with a wave machine. Uh, something with... Well, there is, isn't there? There is the Holy Land. Have you seen that? There's like a no. theme park called the Holy Land that is all biblical um, things in... Um, what's the Bill Maher... Uh, doc, doc, uh, documentary a uh, religious um he goes and they do like they recreate the easter story they have like a like an american jesus um anyway so okay. that's him well and then, join our patreon and we'll save up to go there and then old, like older more contemporary him yeah uh oh, i don't know he reminds it's sort of it's sort of like anthony hopkins has had a child with charles manson i don't i mean I, yeah, I'll take that. If you want to see those pictures, you pop over to our uh, Instagram. We'll, we'll put them up there. So Visarion is born. Okay, so as I'm sure we've mentioned before, I went to drama school and this all brought me back to my Chekhov uh, trying to say all these names. Oh, yeah. So uh, apologies to any Russian listeners for any awful... Uh, Hi, Russian listeners. We welcome you. Hi. We love you. Uh, so Sorry he was... for whatever it is Sam's about to do. <laughs> So he was born Sergei Anatolievich Torop um, in Krasnodar in Russia. Uh, he was born the 14th of January 1961, which is actually when his group celebrate Christmas. So it's sort of not the right time, but it sort of is the right time because Jesus was Christmas. You know, you know where I was going, right? Does that mean they have to have two Christmases? No, they have one Christmas because Jesus oh, has Christmas. one birthday. That's true. Uh, so in his early life, he did uh, he did his national service in the Soviet Army, and then he worked as a as a traffic control patrol officer. Um, so lots of just like the original Jesus, <laughs> just like Jesus himself, directing um, those donkeys around Jerusalem. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Putting tickets on left carts. I don't know. Um, he lost his job in 1989, um, and then at the age of is that maths? Yeah, at the age of 29, Sergei Anatolievich Turop is reborn as Jesus Christ. Wow. How does, yeah. that, how does that happen? That sounds like a pretty intense experience. Uh, so, like, the Soviet Union's collapsing and he needs something to do, so he gets reborn as Jesus. <laughs> oh, I see. Right? Uh, so he's not God. He is the Word of God. Um, and this episode is going to be peppered with totally chill things for a cult leader to say. <laughs> uh, so everything that God wants to say, he says through me. He also says, am I the Messiah? Even more than you consider yourselves human. Like, that's, just, yeah. that's just a yes, isn't it? Yeah, it's just yes. <laughs> just a am, I, am I the Messiah? You'd yes, expect a the lot. word of God to be a bit more uh, clear and concise. I mean, this is translated from the Russian. I spent a lot of time on the Russian internet during this, not through a VPN or anything like that, but just like Russian oh God, news well, articles. Definitely the KGB have you now. <laughs> uh, 
I mean, that's okay. I'm just learning about Jesus. Uh, so in 1991, uh, Sergei, now Visarion, walks into Red Square and announces that he is Jesus Christ. He's come back. What, do, we know what the, do we know what the response was to that? I were imagine. There crowds it was, assembled? There were not. I imagine it was just similar to what you get when you walk around uh, New York City or something or London. You go, Shouting oh, you're Jesus. that guy. Cool. It's a bit, I don't know if we've spoken about him before on here, but former MI5 agent David Shaler, um, who then became a sort of a big conspiracy theorist. He, uh, if you don't know listeners, he famously sort of whistle blew about MI5 um, somehow being involved in an attempt to assassinate Gaddafi um, and some other stuff. And then he had to go and live in France because he'd broken the official secrets act and blah, blah, blah. Mm. Um, but then became uh, a big voice on like the conspiracy circuit and then got sort of involved in various protest movements um, in the UK and had a, um, uh, sort of had like a, a female alter ego that he would alternate between himself and them and then and then declared himself the new Jesus and he did, he did that like on YouTube got someone to film them on his phone while he stood in white robes outside some cathedral somewhere going <laughs> turns out I'm the new Jesus so uh, uh, I'm going to tell you some stuff and then would for a while regularly do little updates of like hi Jesus uh, Jesus here just hanging out uh, and, and I wanted to tell you this. Did he keep the female alter ego and be Jesus as well? You nailed that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Wordplay. That's all from Lily Allen has a has a song called album called Jesus. Anyway. Ah, okay. Um, so I'm imagining it a bit like that in the very grand pronouncements, but very little, um, very little actual reaction from the world around. Right. Uh, so he founds. Uh, he founds his own church as every wannabe Jesus does. Sorry, definitely Jesus. As every definitely Jesus does. Um, wannabe Jesus sounds like a unused Spice Girls Christmas single. <laughs> if you want to be my Jesus. Uh, so he founds the Church of the Last Testament, which is also known as, oh, I'm really sorry, Ecopolis Tibercul. T I B E R K U L. Tibercul? Something like that. I'm guessing. I'm, I'm really sorry, Russian speakers. Uh, so the way he starts this this church is just doing talks in like town halls um, around the Soviet Union. So like village halls, town halls, meeting rooms, hotels, wherever he can get an, a small audience, like we see with a lot of motivational speakers and that sort of thing. And he starts to gather followers and people start to follow him around because he's got this uh, like magnetic appeal to him and there are i'm sure i've got this written later in my <laughs> For notes minute, you couldn't see this listeners but sam was like miming like this and i thought you were miming him having a magnet <laughs> <laughs> magnet <laughs> um i'm sure this is written written later somewhere but when you see him in video he speaks like this like he's saying something utterly profound all the time There's and it's so really like it's one of those things that makes you lean in yeah that is the thing with lots of like these people we've looked at, Sam, but also like increasingly with some politicians and so-called public intellectuals and so on who've risen to prominence in the last few years, mentioning no names. A lot of them talk absolute shit, but they do it in this way that just sounds like 
Hmm, they're really thinking about it. And so it sounds really sort of reflective and serious when actually when you look at it, it's just nonsense. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, what I'm saying is profound, but elephant teapot, wheelbarrow, mm-hmm. could be I anything. Agree. Yeah. Thank you, number one follower. Thank you. <laughs> um, so these, these followers uh, kind of uh, build what they call a network of apartments. So whenever Viserion is traveling around, he knows that he can stay with so-and-so in this place and so-and-so, and they can all share and they can go and move in and stay in each other's apartments as they're following him around. Um, so he's always got places that even if he can't get a town hall or anything, he can go to someone's apartment and, and then have a group of people come watch him speak there. Wow. Um, that feels quite Russian. That feels like Rasputin endlessly going to people's living rooms and yeah. talking and preaching, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, so in 1994, they're like, well, oh, this network of apartments isn't, isn't working well for us. We need, a com- we need a commune. We need a place that we can all live together with Visarium. So they start to build this commune in Minusinsk. It's spelled like minus insk. Minusinsk. Great. Sorry. Oh, God. English people are the worst. Which is just off the border of um, Siberia. So it's not, not the most temperate of places to live. Currently, there are around 4,000 followers in communal living. Um, and these are... Uh, they know known as a natural and a unified family. So you have your your uh, nuclear family, your wife, and your number of children. And yes, I see. Also... I've got my wife with me, Sam. Understood. <laughs> yeah, and you're also in your in your unified family, which is everybody. the The Last Testament. So he's the Church of the Last Testament. He's effectively done his own Book of Mormon. So he's written another te- another uh, book of the Bible. Basically. Okay. And is it just about him? Is it basically like his biography or is it like his? So it's a bit of like his take on, on uh, religion in general. And then he's got some commandments, but we'll get to those Ooh, okay. later on. Oh, good teasing, Sam. Good teasing. Thank you. Stay tuned, listeners. Uh, so he says this. Uh, so he chooses Siberia for this commune because they, he says that basically the shit weather is the best place to develop character. And so it's like, oh, these people will follow Jesus to this like awful, awful climate. And that's how you prove your mm. devotion. Um, the, another quote is that they're striving for truth and a fabulous future. Oh, that's quite a nice aim, isn't it? A fabulous future. Yeah. Um, so he was, um, my notes jump around a little bit, I'm sorry. Uh, he was married in his um, like earlier life before he starts this. Um, but as Viserion, he also has a Mary Magdalene, uh, who's a, a follower who, as soon as he saw her, he was like, she's, she's... I want you to wash my feet. I want you to wash my feet. Yeah. Um, and her name is Maria Karpinskaya. So not only a Mary Magdalene figure, but her name is Maria. Coincidence? Ooh. Um, so they call their commune the Promised Land. The reason they've got this is because it's going to be safe from the Great Flood. Uh-oh. So there's your there's your little bit of apocalypse law. Uh, so they're there to, because they'll be safe from the Great Flood. Um, they live in simple wooden huts. They don't have any modern technology, um, and it's the point of it is that they grow all their own food. 
Um, they've got vegetarian or vegan diets, no smoking or drinking. The people who live there aren't, are not forbidden from going to other churches. No. <laughs> like, you can. Great. But then they're like, yeah, but you know that, you know that Jesus is here. So why go there? And you're, you're only going to really find salvation through this Jesus, not those pretend ones. True story. Uh, so in in ninety four when this commune started, he predicted his uh, he predicted this apocalypse was going to be happening. Two thousand and three, the world was going to end. Which we all remember the big Which flood of two thousand and three. We do, yeah. Um, when two thousand and three came around, he was like, "Um, five minutes too early. Uh, five five years too early. Five minutes too early. Five minutes too early. Guys, two thousand and four and and then oh no, sorry, five. sorry, my watch is wrong. It must be another five minutes. Wait, another couple of. Just basically blue-balling his followers for the apocalypse. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, five more minutes. Nothing yep, worse so than an edged apocalypse. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so then they, they were waiting for it in 2008 and then again in 2013. And that's how they live. Um, so another name for their commune, the Promised Land, they've got this particular... So it's built of um, like a whole bunch, something like 11 different little villages around. Oh, wow. So how many... I'm sorry if you said and I've missed this, Sam. How many followers does he have currently? 4,000. Fucking hell. Living in this commune. And then he does have other followers elsewhere in the world. In the that, world. that um, I'm sure I'll get to this later, but I'll tell you now anyway. So it's basically like, cool, you can follow him, but until you're actually living there, you're not really going to be saved. Yeah, okay. Crikey. And it's, it's, a, it's like a goal for a lot of people that find Viserion to like... I need to finish this. I need to earn this money. And then one day I'm going to move to the promised land. I'm going to move to Sun City and live, live with Viserion. Sounds ironically named for being in the middle of Siberia. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, so as I said, like this commune is, is, is like super basic. There are amazing videos of it as well where you see where, like the way these families live. Viserion doesn't live there though. Viserion lives in the abode of dawn <laughs> oh another abode another abode I, I, i'm I gonna I be honest sam it's not it's not my favorite abode my favorite abode remains the abode, the of, abode love. of love from a previous episode but i'm 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 not abode prejudiced i'm happy to hear about this other one yeah i think i've got ah i've got some pictures here um have i got the the abode of dawn Maybe I don't. It will be on the Instagram, but John, I'll just send you this link and cool. you can have a little look at this as well. So this is sort of the, this is the place. This is the commune. So this, these are all the people that live here. So there's, you can oh, see. Oh, those super, little houses are cute. Yeah, cute little houses. Like, it's not disgusting, but it also doesn't look very warm. No, also surprisingly small church. That's my yeah. takeaway. Yeah. Um, so he lives, uh, so they're, they're like at the, um, sort of halfway up a hill is where they live. Um, and that's obviously they need to be on higher ground to save them from the great flood because then they'll just be, um, but the abode of dawn is at the top of this hill and Viserio mainly stays up there. Um, he live streams all his sermons. So everyone's got uh, like these villages have got either a little communal place or they just stream them straight into their homes. Cool. So he speaks from up there. Um, 
occasionally um, spends the rest of his time just painting. He likes painting. Um, when he do we does, know what his is he a good painter or is he? Uh, let's pretend I looked that up, but I didn't. Uh, okay, let's. Shall I? Shall I do a quick Google now? Shall I see if I can see any? Let Let's do it after. Let's do it after, and we'll we'll pop them on the oh, Instagram. Okay. Uh, and then, listeners, you can draw your own conclusions. Um, or paint your own conclusions. Or paint your own conclusions. That sounds profound, doesn't it? it sounds like some sort of like esoteric competition. Or paint, paint your, your own, own Like the outline from the Pocahontas song. When Viserion does come down to visit his, his followers, he does it in a snowmobile. <laughs> Amazing. So, like, bear in mind, they've got no modern technology he's got a snowmobile to go down and visit them. Uh, As part of their like religious practice, they sing lovely songs and there's a video of them on, on YouTube. And it sounds like that, like gorgeous old Disney sort of Peter Pan choral sort of sound. They sound amazing. I know I don't understand them because they're in Russian and they could be horrific, but they sound very pretty. Oh, let's do that for a future sounds of the sixties. Yeah. We won't understand it. We'll just say, oh, that's a nice sound. Yeah, great. Yeah. Um, so, as I said, they don't have any belongings. So when you go and join the the commune, you sell all your sh- stuff. Sorry, mum, I almost swore. Uh, you sell all your stuff and then you g- give the money to the group. Viserion. Um, they wear white. Everyone has a sort of Jesus-y vibe, but he is the, the Jesus. Top Jesus. 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 <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> Only the Jesus, <laughs> crumbliest Messiah. Um, so the whole point of it is that they're like ecologically clean. So away from all this modern world stuff, they got they eat food that they grew from the ground. They don't drink or smoke. There's no in, no external poisons, I guess. Uh, I found it a little bit later on, but with it being Russia, and I'm sorry if this is a horrific stereotype. A lot of them do secretly have vodka that they drink because it's so cold <laughs> yeah. that they just need to a little bit of warm up. So a lot of them have some a little secret stash of vodka. That's not really alcohol, though, is it? In Russia, that's just like <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's. Sorry, this is this is going to now cross the go. line. Yeah. I'm really sorry, Russians. Isn't that like the third tap? Isn't it hot, cold vodka? vodka yeah. Um, so in order to keep the group going, to keep everyone, I don't know you know everyone needs money right now um they sell handicrafts um and some of them work some of them do still have jobs where they go and either as a like doctors and things like that not a lot of them most of them find their uh their work within the commune and keeping that going all the money goes immediately to viserion and then everyone is given an allowance if they need one so it's if you if you need one you can get 15 dollars a month um, but if you don't, then cool. You don't need anything, and your money all just goes into the into the pot or into Viserion. Not into Viserion. I'm really sorry. <laughs> now there's a mental image for your soul listeners. <laughs> yeah. And so Viserion it's also difficult has to sit on the snowmobile to go back up the hill after that's happened. <laughs> just jangling along. <laughs> so Viserion also has a, a second in command, uh, whose name is Vadim Redkin. Um, and so this book, The Last Testament, may have also been written by him because most like Bible scholars on reading this book are like, this is really well written. This is really well done. And it can't have just been this guy who was like a, 
a traffic cop can suddenly write this biblical. So it's, it's assumed that he had a lot of help from a Vadim to, to write this book. Okay. And does Vadim have some kind of scholarly background in that area or some yeah. kind of... Yeah, okay. Mm. So the last testament is it covers 61 commandments. So he didn't think the 10 that God gave to Moses were enough. He wanted to add 61 more. Also, just quickly, before we hear all the things we've been doing wrong because we didn't know about these other uh, 51 uh, commandments, he's, um, he's shot himself in the foot there, like book promotion-wise, by calling it the Last Testament, right? Because you can't bring out a sequel to that. that is... Yeah, yeah, the Last Testament 2, Electric Boogaloo. I don't know. <laughs> Last Testament 3, Tokyo Drift. <laughs> <laughs> The Last Testament for the Last and the Testament. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just a really bad idea, right? He's not, Last he's, Testament he's, Five Order of the Phoenix. I don't know. We can stop now. <laughs> I guess he could do a prequel, couldn't he? <laughs> he could <do> some kind of... <laughs> the, the Second Last Testament. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. We're silly, aren't we? Uh, so, <laughs> listeners, if you haven't figured out our silliness by now, <laughs> uh, so he says that mankind exists on five bases. And bear in mind, this is all translated from Russian Google, so I don't know how accurate a lot of this is. You know, it's as accurate as I could. I corroborated it. Um, so uh, the earth, number one. Number two, the, the one spirit of life. Three, God of all. Four, the Holy Spirit. And five, himself. So okay. we're man, but we're also man and the one spirit of life and we're man and the god of all and we're man and the holy spirit and we're man at the earth that's the, the whole all of the different okay. bits that bring us together to be man mm. <laughs> uh this book as one would expect uh doesn't just talk about christianity it also incorporates taoism uh, buddhism and islam to make a lovely congregation oh, of religions uh, he also adds new characters to the Bible. So just like some others that it's like, oh, uh, Paul forgot to write about this one. This is uh, Greg who got Jesus a sandwich once. I don't, I don't know what that meant. I don't know what it meant. But oh, I want to read the gospel the of now. Greg now, which is mainly just describing the, the sandwich uh, Different choices pastries. of the disciples. <laughs> yeah. It's basically just like a trip advisor for Jerusalem delis. It's, uh, it's really good. <laughs> um, so... In, in the Buddhist sense, he also, uh, Viserion also writes that man reincarnates up to 10 times before judgment, and that's for spiritual growth. But different to Buddhism, man only reincarnates as man. Man would never reincarnate as an animal. No, oh, disappointing. So when you've got your species, you stick to your species. Yeah, that's like the, the one exciting thing about reincarnation is like, oh, I could be a lion. Who knows? Knowing my luck, I'd be a mosquito or something. I bet they have a happy time though, and it wouldn't—you wouldn't be one for very long before you moved on to something else. So. That's very true. Yeah. Yes, I'm reincarnated. I'm a mayfly. See you in twenty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Get back. Um, and, what's the? Uh, that's a joke from somebody, isn't it? Uh, you become a mayflower, a uh, mayfly, reincarnated back in time for. Oh, it's a Bill Bailey joke. Oh, back yeah. in time for tea. <laughs> Maybe keep your old job. So he also uh, doesn't necessarily believe in the devil. He believes that people invented the devil by imagining it. Okay. I'm kind of I'm there with you, Jesus of Siberia. Yeah. 
But then who imagined it first and why did everyone imagine the devil? You know what I mean? But anyway, he says that like, so it's different. So they believe in, in angels. And so the devil that we imagine is different to Lucifer, the fallen angel. Oh, okay. So wait, so does he think the devil somehow now exists because people have imagined him or he just doesn't? Yeah. And it's just a... But also uh, like fairies, like the devil only exists while people imagine it. Oh, weird. Okay. Yeah. Uh, my next sentence is fun. He hates knowledge in general. Uh, but that's like he—that's one of his one of his commandments. Commandment thirty-eight is thirty-eight. Not, fuck's yeah, sake. Do not strive to learn more and more. The desire to reveal any encountered secret on the basis of scientific data is a sign of a sick mind. Holy fuck, that is shameless, isn't it? But also, yeah. if I don't know about him, which I don't really, that means I now cannot read his book, The Last Testament, because I would learn something. Ah, but it's not on the basis of scientific data. Oh, okay, so it's only science that you're not... Yeah. Okay, I see. So if you were to go there and be like, oh, the living conditions in this commune are poor because these people are living at these temperatures for this prolonged time that would be scientific data and that would make you sick in the head. Mm, convenient. Right. Uh, so they, he lumps uh, philosophy and science together. He doesn't see any difference between a philosophical statement and a data-backed scientific statement. He uh, like destabilizes the way his, um, his followers think by being super, super matter-of-fact about things. So it's like, the grass is green, the sky is blue, the sea is wet, I am Jesus, you are John, you know, it's like, like everything is all on the same level of fact. Mm, okay. Um, the, the whole Christianity thing of people being like, oh, I'm weak. Oh, I pray Jesus. Jesus stop me from being so weak. He's like, why are you being weak? That's really insulting to God. Stop being weak. Because you're just, you're just being a knob. Stop it. <laughs> Inspiring stuff. Yeah. Uh, so his commandments cover all the things you would expect, like don't steal, don't murder. Um, okay, I'm with them so far. Yeah. Commandment number 22, do not seek to judge the great. A true judgment of the great can only be made by someone possessing even greater. The striving to find mistakes in a man, and especially someone who is striving to do more good things than you, indicates the poverty of your soul. So shameless, God. Right? It basically just says, don't question me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and I've just put, read commandment 44. I wonder why I said for us to do that. Let's find out together. And coming in at number 44 in the commandment charts today, we have... Be moderate when satisfying the lusts of the flesh. Constant indulgence of the flesh leads to a suffering of the soul even after the death of the flesh. The more irrationally the man has acted in the satisfaction of his desires, the greater his desires will be. So it's basically just saying, like, have sex a bit, but don't do it all the Try time. Try not to enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like that scene in Kevin and Perry where they just do it and then throw up into a little dish. <laughs> oh, and so, bizarre. Would you, would you like imagine- to hear... Yeah, I want. Yeah, I want to hear some more. Is that an offer for more commandments? Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, Pick a number it. between one and sixty-one. Oh, I like this game. Okay, um, twenty-seven. 
do not demand other people's better possessions, but rejoice. And if you can choose, take the worst and leave the best for others. I think that's quite nice. Okay. Um, so like if I'm, cutting, if I'm cutting us some cake and I cut one bit smaller than the other, I should take the smaller one and give you the better one. Yeah, that, yeah I, I, I go for that. Um, uh, 33. Do not commit adultery. It's, there's a whole long bit, but it's, it's just for that. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, if these are there, Sam? 61. Uh, 58. Ooh. Ah, oh, do not blame a... Pu- do not blame a... <laughs> yeah. Good reaction noises. I mean, there's, there's a couple of ways you could read this. And uh, I read it once to begin with, and then I realized what the implications are. <clears throat> Do not blame a person who has left life of his own will. For if a man does not develop spiritually, then the devil can easily lead him to such an end. Man does this without the strength to oppose this temptation. He who has fallen exhausted is not a sinner. The sinner is the one who walked beside him and never extended his hand at a time. Yeah, okay, kind of mixed, is there? Yeah, kind of mixed. Um, like it's an, a, like a nice thing, like, oh, you know, people who die from suicide aren't bad people. But also it's, you're not bad if you die from suicide. You see what I mean? That's the other sort of Jim Jonesy concern. Yeah. 60. Destroy nothing without reason, however small it is and whatever state you find yourself. Being able to destroy without weighing the reason for it is the sign of a petty mind. True, true that. Do you want to do one more? Yeah. um, Are they, are they... Just give me a clue, Sam. Are they more like normal at the start of the numbers? And nope. then, are they, okay. Um, they are all equally. Hmm. And it's not, like it's, the, it's not like the original Ten Commandments and then some bolt-ons. They're all over the place. Yeah, okay. In that case, let's, let's wrap it up with number. Oh, I tell you what, let's do the meaning of life, the universe and everything. Let's do 42. Okay. Oh, okay. It's a big one. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> In a conversation. Love it when you're dirty to me, <laughs> In a conversation between two brothers, one of them, apologising, pointed out a flaw in the other's soul, urging him to get rid of the defect so that the strangers would not laugh at him. The other, feeling angered, said with displeasure, you had better first look at yourself. Thereupon he left, but one of the people passing on the street, a man, came up to him and barely audibly urged him to put right some little thing that was wrong with his clothes. Because he was a neat person and embarrassed at finding himself in the awkward position, he thanked the stranger and put right what appeared to be wrong. He didn't even notice that there was something wrong with the clothes the stranger was wearing. Remember, when outer well-being dominates inner well-being, then this is a sign of approaching catastrophe. It was said by an ancient that why beholdest thou the mote that is in the brother's eye, but considerest not the beam that is in thine own eye? Now I say to you, do not seek to laugh at the flaws of a man who is the first to point out your own flaw. That was less a commandment, more like an O. Henry oh, story, wasn't it? I don't, <laughs> I don't really know what I'm supposed to take from that particularly. Right. It's just, it's just the thing about, it's in the Bible, isn't it? That thing about the, the, the little bit in your eye, but there's a big thing. in. Oh. Yeah, it's one of the things Jesus says, isn't it? I think to the disciples at some point. And or it's now he parables. says it again in the last testament. And he says it in a slightly more confusing way with a few more bonus characters. And yeah. Some stuff about clothes not being quite right that I don't understand. Great. Lovely. Yeah. 
Uh, so I've got a little, um, just a little bit about like what happens when you join in. Great. So you've you've been you've heard about Viserion, you've looked at his videos, you've gone, uh, wow, I'm going to follow this Jesus. This is Jesus. I wow, I'm going to follow this Jesus. This is Jesus. I'm going to go to Siberia and, Siberia and live in a cold cold little house with a wife. In a cold little house with a wife. It's going to be very cold. <laughs> no, never warm. Never warm in John's house. So when you're newly converted, you are given a special belt and a ribbon and you've got to, you've got to, <laughs> if I get know, a ribbon, I'm fucking sold. And you've got to take a cross with you that Viserion will then consecrate for you. So okay. it doesn't matter what kind of cross. I assume not like an upside down Satanist cross, but maybe. Um, the great thing about upside down Satanist crosses is you can just go like that and they're all right. Again. <laughs> yeah. Um, Multifunction. They, their main like, uh, ritual is called the magic circle or the sacred circle which all the believers hold hands like in that episode of the simpsons where they <laughs> sing songs and, and dance um so yeah this is this is the way they uh worship i suppose yeah uh these rituals are performed on wednesday at 8 p.m and sunday at 9 a.m so twice a week you go you hold hands you sing songs in a big circle Oh, Sam, if we'd met an hour earlier to record this episode, we could have done this uh, Oh, today. no. Um, yeah, there are, uh, there's a portrait of Viserion in each home as well. So each home of a follower, you have, you have your portrait, like with most of the other cult oh, it's all It's all just very Russian, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and then a lot of the day-to-day -day is also uh, doing... So if you don't have a, a regular job that you have to do outside of, of the commune, uh, you're aside from your farm work, uh, doing sales and distribution of, of literature, viscera and literature and mm. leaflets and pamphlets. Uh, I also popped in here how they celebrate Christmas. Yay, let's get really festive. And I think this See if I will... can pitch this to Matt for our Christmas in a... Oh yeah, I think this will sort of appeal to you in your, in your sort of pagan leanings, actually. Okay. Uh, so they... They celebrate in January, but you know, it's, it's Christmas time now, so let's celebrate now. Yep. Uh, they sprinkle dried flowers on a heart shaped rock. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that made me rock. laugh. I'm so yeah. sad. Okay, great. Uh, they draw symbols in the snow, they light Lovely. candles, and they sing songs, and then they uh, listen to uh, Viserion and his priests do sermons about the Christmas time. Um, and then they watch as he blesses loaves of bread that they all eat. Oh, that that's actually kind nice. of sweet, yeah. Yeah. So, on that note, you know, that sounds, that sounds very sweet, right? There must be something wrong with this group, surely. Oh, no, yeah, it's all been going too well so Here far. Here it goes. It? Uh, so, the, the people there, living there, are physically very weak. They can only eat food that is grown there. No external Which food. Which I'd imagine in Siberia is not much, right? Yeah, so I mean, they they do the best they can. They grow they grow wheat for flour, and they make bread. Um, and oh wait, do they even have flour? Can they have flour? Yeah, they can have flour. They're not allowed yeast. Fuck yeast, am I right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so they're doing yeah. So they they're doing all this hard labour, and they're eating very little food. And so yeah, a lot of people get exhausted. There's there are stories of people like oh you know. Uh, Teresa's too exhausted today and Teresa is just like laying there like no I, oh, Teresa Jesus. can't move yeah I don't know if her name's Teresa that was a guess uh, Teresa I bet there's Sounds one right. Teresa there sure I'm sure 
Uh, so there are people there from all over the world. People do join by hearing about him and go and visit there. There's a particular interview on one of the um, one of the little documentaries I watched from like a, a Dutch guy who who joined with this like was like wow. I need to go there. Went there, met a woman, was like yes, I need to make babies with that woman, and did that. And now they just all live there with their children. Medically, <clears throat> here we go. Uh, so. Mothers aren't allowed to breastfeed because that's not food that was grown on the land. But, but, but it's grown on the lady that was grown on the <laughs> land. That's what I and also, like, surely that's like God's preferred method because that's the one he has inbuilt to, <laughs> to his invention. Yeah, literally like the one and only bit of uh, nurturing that is physically made. Yeah. You know, for some people, not for all people. Oh, here, here maybe should have been a trigger warning. Uh, if you don't, if this makes you feel uncomfortable, skip on 30 seconds right now. Uh, so a lot of babies do die um, because they're not, they're not properly fed. Malnourished, yeah. Yeah. Um, they also have home births. If you skipped on 30 seconds, hopefully you're back now. Hi. Um, and no vaccines. Yay. God, there must be, yeah, it must be really high infant mortality right now. Yeah. Uh, so medicine is is prohibited. They use the power of prayer, um, and there are no. They're not allowed to go and visit doctors or hospitals, except for the doctors that used to be doctors but are now members. But are now members. Oh Jesus! Yeah. Uh, if you were to think of something weird that they might use for medicine, John, what might you think? Um, while they're in Siberia, vodka. I know it's still officially forbidden, isn't it? Um, Something that might be abundant. Snow. Everyone makes some every single day, a few times. <laughs> urine. Urine. Oh, they're not urine therapy people as well. <laughs> oh, Jesus. So as if it's not bad enough that you only can eat food that you grew and that you live in a cold, cold hut, you also have to drink your wee. At least it's warm, I guess. Also, <laughs> that was... Jesus' shittest miracle when at the uh, wedding at Cana he turned water into piss. <laughs> yeah. Very good. Took a bit of time, but... He didn't. Uh, so, like, like with any um, a fringe religious group like this, they did attract uh, like governmental attention. They would have done in, in any other country, but obviously with it being Russia and their particular rules around religion and religious expression, yeah. there's a particular attention on them. And so they have been visited by like community doctors and, and like people looking for their well-being, basically. Mm. Um, and they have observed uh, developmental disabilities in, in children due to mm. malnutrition and, and education. Because I don't know if it was clear, but obviously they don't go to schools. They are educated at home with Vasarian teaching. I was going to say presumably just with Vasarian teachings and not anything useful because you can't learn science or anything right of course. But... Exactly you can't learn science so you can learn how, how, the, how the farm works and how and then how, how Jesus is, is there. Oh, it's so complicated isn't it because like in, in theory I, if you want to send your kid to school if you want to homeschool fine that's your, your deal that's certain but you've it just needs so much oversight, right? Because it's so, I mean, both yeah. systems are open to abuse, right? But yeah. Oh. 
so when yeah so the the government do think that it's kind of leading up to a, a Jonestown style uh, based on that commandment that you randomly chose yeah. the do not condemn the one who's passed away without permission is that 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 piece of their scripture could be used to excuse mm. a, a a mass suicide or or it implies that people could pass away with the permission of Vesarian, right it's all exactly very, mm. yeah um and then it's it's your fault for not just helping them do that that was the other part of the the last part of the commandment wasn't it there have been suicides in the group and that's from hunger or lack of medicine or just like general don't know where to go um but not not a not a large number not like a in, you know no more than any other religion i would assume yeah you know what i mean by by percentage um there were some controversies uh so Ooh. soon after the the commune was founded in 1995 a state deputy vitali savitsky went to visit and then died in mysterious circumstances either while or after leaving his visit mm. so oh it, very jonestown right so it appeared that he had been in a car accident in siberia but then they don't know the cause of that car accident and whether that could have been caused by members of Vissarion's group or whether it was just an accident or what it was. So there's, there's mystery. Mm. So as I've, as I've kind of indicated, they are still going right now. They, mm. you know, folks still live there. Um, and this year there's been, I'm, I'm not sure if any of you are aware, but there's been a pandemic this year. Oh, yeah. I do remember it? something vaguely about that. Yeah, uh, so they said... It's certainly not something that's consumed my every waking thought for months on end. Exactly. Uh, so they've said that the request that they've received to join the commune tripled in March at the start of, of the lockdowns. Loads you know what? I bet a lot of groups, particularly apocalyptic groups, have seen a surge in membership with, with a, you know, a global plague. Yeah. Which is why it's weird that lots of fundy Christians in the states are like no it's definitely not true when you would think it would fit with the various plagues and earthquakes and things they're expecting before the end times right that yeah. hasn't occurred to me before but that's a real mm -hmm. cognitive dissonance thing right but then also to you know i need to quarantine i might as well quarantine with jesus <laughs> <laughs> i guess i mean i'm, Sam, I'm is, happy is quarantining you telling with, me that uh, you're gonna James. quarantine in <laughs> siberia now no, it's already cold enough in Cornwall. So uh, COVID also took a bit of heat off the group because in February of 2020... And they need all the heat they can get out there. Right? In February of, of the year of our Viserion 2020, the abode of dawn, abode of dawn. dawn was searched for evidence of corruption and sexual assault. Uh. Redkin, who I spoke about before as having helped writing the book, uh, said that quarantine has been a blessing for us. So in the same way that it's attracted people, it's also meant that these groups can become even more insular and isolated. Oh, goodness. Jumping back a little way in time. I'm almost at the end of my notes now. Jumping back a little way in time, in 2016, uh, a new law was passed in Russia called the Yarraraya Law which bans the evangelization of a religion 
anywhere but in a church. Ooh, okay. So you can't go out on the street going, you can't go into Red Square and say, I am Jesus anymore. Oh, don't. Since 2016. There, goes, there go my plans for 2021. It's also even banned in private residences. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, this is some sort of uh, extreme control. Russia, really? Um, and only religions active for 15 years could have could be officially recognized but at the time viserians wasn't that's also a real catch-22 right it's like how do you exist for 15 years in order to be recognized if you have to be active for 15 years to yeah. be recognized it's almost like some form of governmental control of religion and religious it's just freedom the way the, ironically when they sort of swung back from the the ban total ban on religion of um uh, you know the Soviet era that now yeah. the Russian Orthodox Church basically is like it's us or nothing, suckers. That's exactly it. Yeah. Oh, I've just suddenly got to my last paragraph. What a lovely treat! As I said, they're still going now. The month is December of 2020. It is. Two months ago, September 2020, Visarion and Vadim Redkin are arrested for running an illegal religious organization, possible physical harm, and ex extortion. Oh, God. So, because everyone sells their apartments to go and move in with him, oh, he's extorting God, Yeah, of course. Uh, there was another aide that was also arrested whose name I couldn't find. And currently, as we sit now, Visarion's waiting for trial. He could face eight to 12 years in prison. God, does it say when that trial's going to be? Nope. Wow. Big twist ending. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Yeah. God. Yeah, so, so that's it. Fuck. So he's currently under... Wow. So that is the story of uh, Vissarion, the Russian Jesus. Amazing. Happy I just, Christmas. I, while you were telling me that last bit, I was looking at more pictures of them, Sam. I wasn't yeah. just staring at the floor. Um, I've just found this very Christmassy... Um, very Christmassy. That can be our number one picture on Instagram. Yeah, I think so. it might also be my Christmas card I send out this year. Yeah. Um, just Photoshop a little tiny version of your face in his hand. <laughs> That's what people want. Um, fuck. Yeah. There we go. Wow. Thank you, Sam. Well You're done. Welcome. What a. Yeah. What I an thought, interesting thing. Yeah. I thought learning about Jesus would be particularly festive. Yeah, Merry, Merry, Happy Viserionmas, Sam. Vismas? <laughs> bit too close to Pismas, isn't it, given what we've talked about with the urine therapy? Yeah, so I'm, there was loads more I could have gone into, um, but I did spend a great deal of time uh, on <laughs> translating various uh russian websites yeah, to get well done, to get hold so. of all this which is cool um so loads of my information came, I, i'm sure i wrote it down somewhere but i apparently didn't but there were yeah russian news articles and things like that um and very little on wikipedia really about this guy so it i've was, got just looking through the images here research. there's a photo of him with everybody's favorite unaging bbc travel uh presenter simon reeve oh yeah so he must have been in one of Simon Reeves' programs at some point, which I would be interested to try and track down. Uh, I just wanted to find you a picture of, of the abode of dawn. 
Oh yeah, he's in Simon Reeves' program about Russia. I mean, I don't know why it took me looking further down the article to work out which program it would be, given that his programs are just titled by the places that he goes to. Yeah. Okay, I'm just going to share my screen with you. Ooh, okay. So that's his his abode of dawn. Some of the lovely carvings and things. There you go. Yeah. It's very oh, it looks a bit like fucking Hobbiton there, isn't that? Yeah, picture, a little bit. His little snowmobile. Look at that. Wow. Oh, there he is under a little canopy. Yeah. Yeah, doing his speeches. Oh, do you know what? I think I've maybe seen a, a, a vice done something about him. I think I've maybe yeah. seen him being interviewed. Yeah. And yeah, so somewhere. like I said, he, he, he speaks like this, like everything hangs on his every word. Maybe, listeners, would you like it if Shall we Sam and I from now on presented the podcast like this? Uh, an episode that's entirely ASMR. Okay, um, I think I think that's it. I think Christmas madness has got to us now, hasn't it? <laughs> yes, that is probably a good note to wrap up. Thank you, Sam. Yeah. A appropriate and seasonal and great. You know, it had snow, it had ice, it had Jesus. Um, Christmas celebrations. Celebrations. Too many rules. Flowers on um, rocks. An over an overbearing government. Yeah. You know, all of those parts of the uh, Christmas story neatly Yay. combined in this cult. That's an excellent uh, choice. Um, thank you very much, Sam. And thank you, listeners. Um, we wish you a merry uh, seasonal period, whatever you celebrate. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Christmas. Happy winter solstice. solstice happy Yule. Happy. happy all the other. Good Yule. Good Yule. Meli Kaliki Maka. Meli Karisimasu. Krachuin Fericit. And all the other ways to say it. Oh, you used to be able to do so many more than that. Feliz Navidad. Nadelech Lohan. I knew you'd have some more in your pocket somewhere. I, I don't know any. I if it's unclear to you, listeners, John, John was a Christmas elf for many years and so learnt how to say Merry Christmas in, in a large number of languages. And Why just to be clear, listeners, Sam also <laughs> used to do the same Only thing. one year. Only that one still counts. Year. You still can't expunge it from your... Don't act like I'm the only one that's done it. That's all yeah. I was making that face for. Yeah, Christmas elf. <laughs> You've done it too. Okay. You've got glitter everywhere and had to deal with snotty children for weeks on end. Um, uh, merry, merry winter time, listeners. Merry Get in winter touch with time. If you want to, you know where we are. We'll be back with a little uh, short episode um near christmas time and then letting you know what we're going we're coming up with in 2021 um and then we'll be back in the new year with some very exciting groups they're not kind of you know what i mean yeah we will um thank <laughs> yeah. you very much listeners we love you we hope you're doing well in these last things of 2020 we've nearly done it we've nearly made it through this year together um and we look forward to seeing you uh, in the new year as well thank you very much christmas love you christmas love you bye we're going to talk to you. You are the initiate. You are the cause we found out that I was actually dead.